Musa kanyandi anda musa kiyed. Iyeda musa shakanyana musa niyed. Anyana na musa nani kiyana na musa shakanyana niyasana na mokani niyed. Dede moso shakanyana na musa kanani yed. Dede moda niyana niyed. Hanyana musa kanani yana na musa kanani yed. I see two beautiful seats in the kingdom. And let me tell you how God is moving so much right now. Not tomorrow, not two hours, not six hours, but right now. One chair is for himself. And the other one where we sit also where Christ sits at his right hand. And both chairs are currently empty. And that's the vision he want me to see right now. As of right now, the chairs are empty, which means they're not sitting in them. So they must be somewhere else. And when God shows me that, that means that he has gotten up out of his seat. He is that move in his glory to get up out of his seat to move on our behalf in such a prophetic, such a miraculous way that we have never experienced or encountered ever before, but have a vision to see it come to pass due to our preparation, due to the vision that we had before it came to pass. Hallelujah. To every miracle. Hallelujah. To every sign and hallelujah to every miracle, every sign and every wonder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All over the land, hallelujah. For your standing, persevering and enduring. These are words we hear day to day, but think about the endurance. It's so amazing to endure. To persevere. To stand. To believe. To receive. To look up. To stir yourself up. To be encouraged. To be confident. To be strong. And be weak at the same time. Because when you are weak. There is his strength being made perfect. To believe, to believe, to believe, to believe. There is receiving to your believing. There's receiving to your acceptance of the invitation as to who you are as a child of God alone. God keeps showing me the year 2009. It's 2021. That's about 13 years ago. He's not saying much about the year. He just said 2009 restoration and restitution of offense. Happening right now on your behalf. I barely slept at all last night. God was saying to me, I'm wrapping up your preparation. Let me explain to you what I have done. And that's how he wrapped, wrapping it up. Not wrapped, but wrapping is still currently happening. 
While he's wrapping things up, he's explaining himself to me. And he don't have to do that. He's God all by himself. God said, you explain your love to me. You explain your anointing that I place upon your life for my glory unto me. You explain your love, your humility towards those who are around you for me, because of me. Here is my explanation unto you. Humility towards humility. I release to you what you release to me. And what you release to others, you release unto me. So here is your portion, my explanation. I know I don't have to explain, but I choose to explain. God said, I took you out of that marriage the way that I did. Because it was very severe at the time. I had to tell you the truth to get your eyes off of where they were, which was a lie. By letting you know what it is for real. And God showed me how he spared me and that man that I wrongfully married. My father was getting a word. How I was being treated behind the four walls of my home. I don't talk about what goes on in my home. But if God lead me to testify. How he want me in order to testify. Also in decency. Because there are other people who are involved. That God also so love. You understand. It don't matter how you feel about a person or how much you disregard or angry or don't want to be around a person. You still walk in love no matter what, whether you are with them or around them or without them or disconnected from them. The love still remains as a child of God, period. And God showed me how he spared me. My father made one phone call. My grandfather has a lot of connections in the District of Columbia due to his leadership and all the businesses that he had. He's home with the Lord. But during that time, when you have a great name, it will never be forgotten. And you have a lot of connections. And my father's currently in prison. And he also had the connections due to my grandfather's leadership and his connections in the earth. In the District of Columbia. And everyone he has a connection to. Lawyers, doctors, judges, officers, businesses, churches, anything banks, anything you can think of. He had his hands on. Hallelujah. And my, it got back to my father. What happened to me and what was happening to me in my home is so much far beyond than being disrespected. You know, father's in, you stepping out on the marriage that wasn't supposed to be. It was so much more than that, need I not even to mention. And somehow my father found out. He made one phone call. Then I received a text message. Are you at home? Yes. Is the guy at home with you? Yes. Next thing you know, he wind up going outside of the home into the hallway. 
and he never made it back. All of my family, the entire family came together to help me. But in a way that they helped me, I did not expect that. My father made a phone call and it circled around the entire DM, I mean the whole District of Columbia. And from the looks of it, the whole DMV. Because everywhere I went, everyone was on call like, yeah, this, this, here she is. She's walking up this way. Yeah, this. Like everywhere I went, he knew what, what was going on. Just because a person is behind prison walls does not mean they don't have no source of information. In fact, they have more than you do. Just because they're not able to be around physically. And what happened was... They all came back in the room where I was. And some families were sitting in the room with me, protecting me. And all I seen was these large screens of different security camera crews. And they could see, it's like the screens filled with like a thousand locations. And they could see them all. People working, not even though it was working for my grandfather and my father. You're not going to disrespect or defile or do anything to my daughter. And they all came back with scratches on them. Remind you, this is a dream. Oh God. Thank God that it's just a dream. A very prophetic dream that was supposed to happen. But God spared me. And I was like, why are you guys all scratched up? Where is the guy? I don't know what you're talking about. Go back inside. And I was crying. Oh my God. What did you guys do? For the scratches God wanted me to see. When God give you a prophetic dream, he leave nothing without. He wants you to see the atmosphere, the colors, the shapes, the words, the people, every little detail so you can wake up and know exactly what he just did. That's how I receive his glory. Due to you not acknowledging what he just did by what he showed you. By him spared me in so many ways that I saw due to everything that he exposed unto me. So much glory to be fulfilled. Hallelujah. That man was fighting for his life. He had to get through every family member. And he never made it back to me again. And everybody was covering up for each other. The lawyers, the doctors, the everybody. Everybody, And that goes for anybody. If someone's hurting you or doing things to you, your family is going to protect you. It don't matter if it's just your cousins or your sisters. They got your back. God had my entire family on my father's side. The whole hood family. Growing up with the last name Hood, guys. I mean, you already know, it's, you know, Jesus. Girls in the hood, you know. Oh, God. Little Red Robin Hood. Oh, God. <laughs> Definitely the hood names. <laughs> Your family so hood. All that stuff, like, oh, God. But the thing about it is, I had great aunts and aunts scratched up, too. I was like, what you do? Oh, my God. 
And I felt so bad for the person. God. Because you didn't even see it coming. Even did I. Never made it back. And the thing about it is. God spared me and my family and this man. Because for one. I married the wrong person. And God know I would have blamed myself for something happening to someone. Because of the decision that I chose to make. And for two, my family had to carry out an act like that due to them loving me because of this decision that I made. And then three, you vanished because of the decision that I made. So if I didn't make the decision to be with you, none of this would never happen. Hallelujah. My father was finding out things that was going on with our well-being. But he didn't know yet what was to be said to him. What was going on in the home regarding his daughter. I never thought that God would even say things like that or show me. But he said, I'm wrapping up your preparation. And I'm going to wrap it up by showing you why I did what I did. I spared you. I didn't just restore you. I spared you. Because I did not want you to rededicate your life filled with regret of something happening to this person because you made the wrong decision. And then thinking about your family. Because no one got caught. No one might have been jailing my family. No one, it never got outside of the circle. And the reason why I'm talking this freely about something so horrific, because it will not come to pass. Because God spared me. But it was set up to happen that way. And me and my father are very close me and my sister are his two only children. And I'm the youngest. And for a while, he was kind of distant through our letters and things like that. And all I remember, God showed me an encounter that my father said to him before he got locked up. Take care of my daughters. And God granted him that favor. You understand? And the fact that Jesus, that the word was getting out about what was going on. And I, who, I don't even know who told him. I don't even know his source of information. He was a little distant with me because he was very disappointed in me for even allowing that to even happen to me. And especially without saying anything. When I have a family who care about me. Because I always had it. I don't want no one to know. I don't want no one to pity me, feel sorry for me. But it was a lot of quote unquote hell going on behind them for walls. And I mean day to day just by me being a loving, kind person. Now I don't take no mess. But at the same time, I thought something that really wasn't. And as soon as I got the divorce, my, my son, whenever he came and got all the rest of his things, my son is not a disrespectful kid. He's going to respect anybody. He would say hello and then walk away. That's all you're going to get from me. That's it. I respect you. All right, now go. <laughs> get out our home. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> my son respected him, but I noticed that my son didn't like him. Because my son already saw things I was trying to hide. And my son told me, God had me testify. This is okay. He, you know, it is. My son said, Mom, can I show you something without you getting mad? Why do you have to show me? 
And this is not open for everyone on the floor. It's only for you who hear. You understand? Just for right now. But you guys are permanent and you must hear the entire testimony. And that's what God is doing right now as he's wrapping things up. And my son said, can I show you something else? You get mad. You know, I would flip if he, and I was like, I never heard him say anything like that. I'm like, oh God, okay, I won't get mad. I promise. Look at, this is what I did to the wall. I said, what in the world? Okay, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. You did that on an accident? Yeah, I consider it an accident now. And he had to say no more. I said, it's okay, son. It's all right. It's all right. I gave him a hug and I went in the room and I broke down because I know why he did. He punched that hole in the wall because he couldn't. He wanted to take his anger out on the guy, but he was so respectful because I raised him that way. You understand? Even if you try to hide things, it will still be exposed because every lie will be exposed. You understand? And he got remarried and I kept getting a message from this woman. You know, want to be my friend and then want to ask me personal messages. And I was like, this, who is this woman? This got to be important because she keep coming. So I went to her page and I saw them two picture with their wedding clothes on. And I said to myself, she's trying to reach out and in so many words, she said to me, why did you get a divorce? Why did you divorce him? In other words, I'm starting to see why you divorced him. I need to hear from myself because I think I made the same mistake. Hallelujah. God said, don't accept no friend requests. Don't even get into that. Just pray from a distance and keep it moving. Don't even open up a door that's, matter of fact, you can't even open up a door that's already been closed unto you regarding anyone in that direction. God said, I'm restoring 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I don't know what's supposed to happen in 2009, but God said he's restoring it. And he's starting from that year. He could have said my birthday. He said from 2009. Now, I don't know what I wasn't able to hear or see or understand in 2009, but he is restoring it, God said to me. Right now. You understand? See how amazing God is. If Christ didn't come and sit down with me. Jesus. And tell me. He said he had to tell me who the man of God really is. To get my attention off the man of God who really wasn't. You understand? Jesus. And I began to experience love for the very first time. And all of a sudden, the God in me began to pick up where I left off. And I left off with encountering with you, man of God. And that's why God brought me back to you. And that's why I had the attitude, okay, I'm ready now. Because I picked up where I left off. And that's what God does in the area of ministry. Us together is ministry. God don't have you start all over. I picked up from the year I left off. Do you understand? 
Even the years I was still in church, still doing what I'm supposed to do. But I was still not listening to what God was saying concerning you. So I was still actually out of position. Unaware. God. Jesus. Looking at you out of position. Encountering you out of position. Jesus. And you were so patient. You didn't say a word to me about me not knowing, should be knowing. You were just patient. Whatever you said behind my back, I mean, you said something about my back. No, it's okay. You know, it's okay. So, you know, I would have. Like, what's up with her, man? She just don't get it. These American women. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Oh, sweetie. Yes. My God. That's what God showed me since last night. And that's why I had the attitude to pick up where I left off. That's why I was like, oh, sweetie, I'm ready. I'm ready now. There's no right now coming when you want me to come. How does that even sound? I didn't look at it how you looked at it. I looked at it how God looked at it. I picked up where I left off. It wasn't no this year, that year, this year, didn't, this year, wouldn't, this year, did that, did that. It was I picked up where I left off. And that's what God is saying to me to say to you. That's why I was the way I, I am. And that's why I was the way it was when I came back. Because I picked up where I left off. But when I picked up, I picked up more of a revelation. You understand? I became on one accord with you. You understand? A lot of anger got in the way of us. A lot of bitter got in the way with us. A lot of unforgiveness got in the way with us. In the area of preparation. And it caused it to be the way it is. And it's okay. You're worth the wait. You waited for me. You understand? It caused us to go, you know, be pulled back a little bit. Because when I came back, I didn't come back to be accepted to you as you know who I am. Even though you know who I am, I came back picking up where I left off and you rejected me. I was rejected. And you were taught due to your prayer life and what you've been teaching and all the things that you've been going through, you were receiving from yourself. No one else is held accountable. It's you not even held accountable. You understand? But it's you who felt the way you felt. And you have all the right to. But it wasn't the ways that God had you to feel. Because you have to be open to forgive at all times. And you still were angry. You still were hurt. You still had your face balled up every time you saw me. I felt every time you were angry, sweetheart. And I just walked away from it. Like, okay, here, get over it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, but I didn't just say it like that, I cried. I cried so many nights. And some of these nights, God had me to record for you to even hear. But there were so many more than that, trust me. Like last night, I took it off this morning, God said, it's okay. I didn't want you to start my, I didn't want to start my day off, no, start your day off by hearing me like that. And that was at 329 this morning. And it started at 110 this morning. And I wasn't going to have you to wake up and hear me like that. And I said, God, grant me the favor to take that off immediately. And he grabbed me that favor to take it off immediately. You understand, sweetheart? You have to be open to receive me. As I'm open to receive you, finally, 
I know the word finally. I know. It took some time for me to actually get it, but I got it. That's all that matters. I got it, sweetie. I'm opened. You be opened. You can't get in the way and say, well, I'm going to wait till this. I'm going to give her time to get herself together. She just got out of this. That wasn't never God's plan. He telling me to tell you. As he wrapping things up, he's showing the things that took place. That wasn't his plan. That's how patient he is. And he understood how you felt. But it wasn't the way to feel. You had the attitude when you came back. Even when you made the song, you were happy to make a brand new start. You were happy to do so because you got what you, you know, what God promised you. But at the same time, you were still angry at the promise. It wasn't to be open. You wasn't open. You were supposed to receive me back. Without thinking about what someone going to say or think. He corrected our wrong. And made it right. We cannot get in the way. We say we out of the way. But we still in the way with our own thoughts and our own emotions. Thinking we know what's best for the preparation. You were supposed to receive me God said. As I came back to you, you weren't supposed to disregard me. You weren't supposed to have me feel the way you felt. You weren't supposed to be angry at me. God had me come straight to you. I could have came to anybody. He had me come straight to you for you to receive me in open arms. I'm not saying to get married, but to accept me. You know who I am to you. It's okay. Our God is faithful. Go through what you have to go through. The process to get out of that. But know that I'm here for you. I forgive you. God said you didn't say you forgive me. Now you may have showed that you forgave me and forgiven me due to others. And show me in other ways. But you never confess to me that you forgive me. When I came on over to you. Came unto you. You know. Not verbally. But God had me to message you. That's a lot to go through on my, on my end. And then God to, to know that I'm in the wrong and didn't be made right. And didn't look at, oh my God. So he was. So God said, go to him. Tell him you made a mistake and it's over. I'm delivering you. And I did what he said. And your response was supposed to be what it was. And that's why our preparation is also this way. You understand? Someone make a mistake no matter how much you felt hurt. You are supposed to receive them back. You use a powerful testimony. That's why God got me to remember it. Of Joseph. Joseph never condemned his brothers from how they hurt him. He accepted them back and said it was for the glory. You never said that. You were angry. And you thought that I should wait till you have me. 
get myself together. She need to be healed. You put all those words in between. That wasn't what God said. It was not what God said. And he said it to me right now. I didn't even know that's not what he said. He said it now. He said it then, but he said it to me now. You weren't open to hear then. But you're open to hear now. You understand. You're allowing yourself. Due to however you feel and why you feel the way you feel. You understand. That's why God is not saying much to you. But has so much to say to me. Now not saying he's not speaking to you. But you could have been. Possessed the promise. When I came back. You understand. You can't let bitter. Anger or unforgiveness. Or anything get in the way. Not even your own thoughts. About what you think is best for me and you. That's in the way. Because God knows what's best. And it's not. I'm not saying anything. It's all on you. I take full responsibility. Held accountable. For me walking away from you in the first place. And I have been delivered. And I have been healed and transformed from that. Do you understand? Are you ready for me? Are you ready? No, seriously. If you're not, it's okay. Are you ready for me? Do you want me? Do you want to have me? Do you want to get to know me better? Do you want to be restored? Then let nothing be in away from you doing that now. Do you understand? God is not going to free you to punish you. Do you understand me? Please understand me. This is considered as punishment that we were considering as preparation. Our preparation was a form of punishment and it shouldn't even have to be that way. You're punishing yourself by trying to punish me unaware. And you're not per se saying that I'm angry at you, I'm punishing you. No, it's due to your actions, your deeds and your thoughts, but you think it is best for both of us. You understand. And it's not your decision to even make. So today I want you to open up your heart. And to go to God regarding me. And let God know that you really forgive me. And allow God to minister unto you as to what to do next regarding me. Do you understand? For God to give me this source of information today right now. It's favorable to me. He said, I'm wrapping things up by letting you know the truth. I wouldn't have you, you know, go through what you went through. Doing a preparation. But I was patient to see you go through it. But now that you are at the, you know, the point of me receiving my glory, I must step in. The same way he stepped in in the wrong marriage. He's stepping in. Doing the wrong way of the preparation now. You understand. A lot of times we prolong what's supposed to actually just happen suddenly. You understand? 
You can't tell me that I can't have you. You can't tell me that you can't have me. You can't tell me I'm not ready for you. You can't tell me that you're not ready for me. You can't tell me that I need to be healed before I receive you. Or I need time because of me just getting a divorce. Or give it some time. Let this take place because it don't look right. It's not in order. That's you, 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 you. Regarding us. And it's not even supposed to be that way at all. Because God is always up to something good. I can't tell you what to do. That's not my place. It's not God's plot. But God is telling me, you go to him today. You open up your heart and you really have to forgive me. Because deep down inside, God's saying in the midst of your belly, there is something still there. Even though your heart is fixed, there's something still there. And that don't mean nothing about me. It could be something about you. You understand. You are in the way of you. You understand? And he's telling me everything that I'm saying unto you. I cannot say nothing and I will not. That's how I have God to confirm what I'm saying. Father, he come to you and you allow him to receive what you say unto me. And God said, I'm doing that right now as you speak unto him, Jesus. But Father, oh God, I cannot actually do another way. No, I cannot. And I won't even fix my mouth to say so. But let, when he come to you, thank you, Father. <laughs> thank you for saving me from what I'm saying. Yes, when he come to you, go ahead. You know, open your heart, sweetheart. Open, 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 open up. And open up wide, okay? Because the excitement is not there anymore. It's not there. How do you think God showed me at the end of that video? Put love in my heart and gave me a brand new start. How did I know someone was standing in front of you? How did I know when you left the video off, you looked up and looked at the people who, or the person who was standing there who encouraged you to do so? And you looked at them like, I did it. I did it. I did it. You are happy that God is a man that he shall not lie. But you feel as though, okay, I did it. Okay. I did. Well, I, I did what I know was right to do. But. It's a but. It's a but. And the way, it's a but. When we put a but in the way, there's another turn we about to take. Whether it's a good turn or a bad turn, it's a turn. That's why when we say the things that God bought us from, which is the wrong turn, we say, but God, which was made the right turn. But when we say God did something great, then we can say, but you did this unto me. That's the wrong turn. And that's how you feel right now. God is so good at what he did. God spared me. I was going through this, but God. You wanted me to know you've been through hell because of me. I was thanking God for you having that smile again. Do it all. I've been through hell. But just live. Just live. No regrets. 
that said to me right then and there, you have still felt some kind of way because you wanted me to feel that you felt some kind of way. And if you open to me to receive me in such a way to forgive me, you would not want to throw in my face what I've done unto you. That also stops the preparation, but continue to prepare to go on. You understand? And when I say stop, I mean it's not the way God have it to be. I'm not getting on you. God would never get on you, but you must be corrected. Because I've already been corrected regarding all of this. You understand? I'm the one held accountable because of what I've done. You understand? And I felt every bit of it. But I'm no longer going to feel that way anymore because I am free indeed. You understand? And God wrapping things up by showing me how he spared me and what could have happened that didn't happen because of the wrong decision I made. All these innocent people would have been affected because of what I did. And God spared me regarding my family and that man that I wrongfully married. You know Joseph's testimony. You know Christ. When someone done something to you and they come back, you in no wise cast them out or cast them down. And that's what you've done unto me, sweetie. You're not even excited like you were before. Nowhere near it. You understand? You're more emotionally, you know, moved than anything. You understand? You can't even look at me without feeling any way that God wouldn't have you to feel. And it's rubbing off on me, so I'm feeling the same way. Even though I'm bold enough to say what I'm saying, feel the ways I'm feeling. But I can't do what only you can do. You understand. You have to be willing to receive the restoration. You have to be willing to have an open heart as if... You be picked up where we actually left off. And Father, where did we leave off? Where you came to me. When you were coming to me. No matter how you were relating the message, it was still being brought to me. You have to go back to that place. You understand where you left off. That is how it's restored, sweetheart. And not creating new ways you think is best for you to make a fresh start. A fresh start is restoration, sweetheart. Go back to being excited from hearing from God concerning me. Especially the way how it was when you first saw me. You understand? You have to get out yourself. It's not about you. Even though you experience a lot, I know that. But you have to get over it. Now you're walking and you're accepting it. You're accepting it. But you're not all the way over it. Because you can barely, you can't even talk to me. You think God will have you not talk to me? Why is it a disconnection anyhow? What is your answer to the disconnection? It has a lot to do with you and none of me regarding us. 
Because you feel as though it should be this way. And I can't no longer try to come up with ways to create, to figure out why it is that way. And I've been doing that. Thinking it's something I'm saying, I'm doing. You shouldn't be moved to a person you're so connected to in such a way. Now, until you get it, it will be this way. You understand? How long it takes, it's how long it takes. Do you understand? So my advice to you is to go to God. Open your heart and forgive me. Ask God to restore. Restore everything back onto you. Not just restore me coming to you. Your emotions have to be also restored before I even come back. Because you're not going to have me come back and you resent me or have me feel some kind of way. Because that's what you're currently doing. You understand. And that's not the will of God. Do you understand? Everything I'm saying has been spiritually spoken unto you and not your flesh. I'm speaking to your spirit we already know all along. Do you understand? You never cast me out. You never disregard me. You never overlook me. You never disconnect from me. Do you understand? Feeling that way, it's going to be more years and years and years upon years at it. Do you understand? Is that what you want? Because that you can have. I can wait because there's no other but you for me. And I don't mind waiting. But do you? Do you want this? Let me tell you how amazing it is. Months ago, God gave me a vision of you saying to me, do I want this? You remember that? And here I am asking you, do you want this? Do you want this? Then where's your excitement? Where's your persistency? You understand? Where is it? Will you open up and forgive me and ask God to restore you? That is a step of faith where God can move on our behalf. Do you understand? Not saying you're not doing anything. Not saying you're not prepared. He didn't say anything to you. But from this day forward, you must receive the restoration. It's too much secrecy. It's too much quietness. That's not even a joyful noise. You understand? A joyful noise is not silently. You don't feel no way about me uh, behind my back and have me to feel like you can contain yourself in front of me. Until you actually wait till whatever you feel as though that I'm ready to receive you. That's not your place or your judgment to call. Do you understand? Submit to the plan and the will of God how he wanted to be. Because he would not have me come all the way back to you for no reason. Do you understand? I am who I am. You are who you are. We experience what we experience. We've been through what we've been through. The doors have been closed to the past. 
and the door's been open to the future. Are you ready to walk in? Open up to God and have him pour out into you right now. Do you understand? I'm not saying this to feed your flesh. God can confront everything I'm saying unto you. Because everything worked out for your good. Even when we are in the way, God find another way to respond. Aren't I a witness of that? Hallelujah. Let me tell you how powerful the reason why God spoke all this to me. Because I chose to fast. And I don't mention that too much. And you guys know that. You barely hear me talk about fasting. I told God this morning. I'm giving you my appetite. I just don't want it right now. And I said that actually. Like three. Like last night. <laughs> last night. And God's been poured out so much. Just because I did that. And I'm doing it now. When we give up something that we really enjoy doing. And then make a fast. And then, you know a fast unto the Lord. He can really really talk to us. Because there's nothing in the way. My stomach is naturally empty to receive so much fullness spiritually. And I'm not going to say God wouldn't say anything if I didn't fast. But all I know is that because I fast, this is what happened. He didn't have to explain to me anything about what was set up to happen. That he didn't allow to happen regarding what my family was going to do to that man. And why he told me about you so fast like that in the midst of me still being with that man. He had to take my focus off of the wrong to put it on the right. He allowed me to be where I left off with you. And it's actually where I left off with myself. You understand? When you shook my hand for the first time, it wasn't for me to just not think anything about you. What you knew I was supposed to know also, but I wasn't open. He restored me to that time. God said the time when we first introduced ourselves to each other. In the choir room. You were asked to be introduced to me and you walked up to me and we shook hands. And I knew you knew something about wanting to, to like me. You liked me. That's what I thought. You liked me. It was very obvious to me. I don't know about anybody else. I didn't care. Because your eyes lit up. I wasn't supposed to turn away from you. Even when God brought me to the house... That you were in at the time. I wasn't supposed to walk away from you. But I wasn't open to not know that. You cannot hold me accountable for what I've done. If I've been forgiven sweetheart. You cannot have no one feel like. Yeah it was wrong. It's not going to just happen just so easy like that. Because you come back. Or because you've been forgiven. Like I'm just running to fly in your arms. That means you feel some kind of way. And that way you're not supposed to feel. You understand. So why are you actually disconnected to me? Like ask yourself. Why are you disconnected to me? Why? Why, is it, why even isn't there a disconnection? Why is it a disconnection? 
Is that restoration? Is that good advice that you're giving unto yourself? How about every word need to be out of the mouth of God unto you from this day forward? Sanamosa kian daramosa shake. Anamokeye ananamosa shananian. Hananaya mokan yananamosa shananamoki. Hansanyananamosa yananasheye. I am back to you. And I am back so much better. So refreshed, so revived. Unto you because I've been restored. Now restore yourself back to me. Because this is not who the man I'm supposed to marry. But it's you. But not in that type of way. Feeling those type of ways. I mean. Restore your excitement back to me. Restore your communication back unto me. You are, Restore your persistence back unto me. So you can continue to have an ear to hear what God to say to you concerning me and do it. Stop robbing yourself. You understand? Let it go. It's over now. It's over now. In that way, I am yours. And you know that. Don't have it in your heart to feel like you could determine when I should have you. You understand when God brought me back to you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about giving all the glory and honor to God for restoring us. Hallelujah, sweetie. I love you. I'm in love with you. I have an appointment this morning. I love you so much. Know that always, okay? You understand? It's not about it take time to heal. No, we've been made whole. You understand? You have to live from that point of view. It takes this time. Give her this much time. Who determines the time? Not us. Open up to everything right now and let God begin to pour out into you as to what to do and say and do unto me. You understand? Because had you, uh, had you accepted me when I came back to you, we would already be together in such a way. You understand? So many doors God want to open just by us being restored. That you don't have to think about. Because it's already been established. Do you understand? You can't determine whether I feel like. Oh, you feel like where it should be. Where we should be. It's not your place. It's not anybody's place. You understand? So restore yourself back to me. I don't want the old you. I want the new you. But where we left off. Do you understand? So we left at introducing ourselves to one another. You know who I am now. I know who you are now. Now what now? You understand. I love you. 
greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. I love you.